Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the Corbett Report. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, coming back to you with another edition of the flashback edition of the Corbett Report, where we flash back in the archives to a previous Corbett Report episode that is as valuable and as important to understand as ever. And this week, although in recent weeks we've been flashing back to the 2007, 8, 9, 10 data archives that are now available on USB from the New World Next Week store, this time we're going to flash back to something slightly more recent. And this stems from a question, actually, or a comment that came in on Century of Enslavement, the history of the Federal Reserve. For those of you who do not know, yes, this the Federal Reserve documentary is up at corporatereport.com slash Federal Reserve, the complete uh, two hour and a half long documentary, video versions, audio versions. I should update those video links. I will do so before this is posted, so you'll be able to get the uh, the latest links. But anyway, and of course, all my documentaries are here on the sidebar, but that to the side for the moment. Let's go down to the comments. And just recently, just in the last few days, we had a couple of comments from Edita M who wrote, video not available anymore. Source, Occupy Vancouver answers, where does money come from? Neither link to the creature from Jekyll Island. And many of those links are not working anymore. I guess we need to wait for James's next USBs. Happy face, frowny face. Uh, actually, Edita M, no, you do not need to wait for the USBs because none of the actual source articles and documents themselves are on these USBs. These are the actual MP3, MP4 audio video files and the HTML files for the articles. They, they're they not the source links to the various sources that are used in the uh, podcast. So you might think, oh, well, I guess it's gone forever, but you would be wrong. Because, believe it or not, you are not the first person <laughs> in the 15 years that I've been doing this to go back to some previous edition in the archives 10 years ago, or 15 years in the archives, and go, hey, there's a broken link here. <laughs> What's going on, James? Uh, there are many, many, many broken links after 15 years and hundreds and literally hundreds of thousands of links from the Corbett Report. But do not despair. You can recover a lot of links most of the time. Asterisk. How do I know that? Well, because I've talked about it before. Back in 2021, how do I find broken links? Questions for Corbett number 75. We're going to flash back to the bygone days of yore, way back when in April of 2021, where I answered essentially this question and showed step by step exactly some of the steps that you can do to find articles, documents that have gone broken. So let's Today, on the flashback, this is this is not just some sort of random thing that you can gloss over. No, this is a homework test. So can we apply the knowledge that you were about to learn in this flashback edition of Questions for Corbett? I'm going to come back at the end of this flashback episode to see if we can find that those lost documents that Edita M was talking about. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Welcome back to Questions for Corbett. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, and this week we're going to look at a question that I've received many different times from many different people over the years, and we're going to look at the most recent iteration of that question for, that I received recently via email from Cheryl, who writes, As I investigate eugenics and discover passages from the book Descendants of Man, The Descent of Man? About their views on Irish people, I find many of your reference materials from 2008, etc. gone. Is there a way to preserve this information for the future? I want my son to hear all of it. Well, thank you for the question, Cheryl, and to everyone who's written in with some variation on this question. And yes, 
as you may have noticed, I do cite my sources. So I do provide links to on every single video and every podcast, every article that I write. And at this point, there are literally tens of thousands of links from the Corbett Report to various different materials over the 14 years that I've been doing this. And the further back in the archives you go, the more broken links you are going to find. That is just how the internet works. So what do you do when you click on an old link and it's just 404 missing link? But what do I do? It's gone. That information is gone. Uh, this is a, a, something that we all find ourselves in as, say it with me, we are in the Library of Alexandria and it is on fire. We are the firefighters tasked with preserving this information. What do we do when we discover a broken link? Well, fret not, there are several things that you can do. And uh, the first thing I will do is point you to a uh, video from the archives of CorbettReport.com that you may not be familiar with because it's a few years old now called How to Find Broken Links Online, which goes through a short, sweet video. It just shows you a couple of different things that you can try when you find a broken link. But I wanted to replicate that essentially with a live demonstration here today with a piece of information that I know is missing and I'm sure we can find if we put our minds to it. So let's set about doing that. And uh, I'm specifically referencing a piece of information that I came across as I was researching my recent editorial on You Can't Win, Don't Even Try, which I will commend to your attention if you haven't read yet, because I think it is an important editorial that needs to be read. But uh, in the course of that uh, writing that editorial, I came across uh, a link in a New Yorker article that I was reading and that I cite in that article um, that is worth finding was worth digging up is worth preserving so um and seems to be missing at any rate so as i was reading this new yorker article trying to cure depression but inspiring torture it has a paragraph on in early december 2014 the senate intelligence committee released its report on the torture techniques used by the cia in questioning terror suspects etc etc and of course they do have a link uh to the report so if you click on that link and, oh, okay, it's loading intelligence.senate.gov slash study 2014 slash SSCI study. Uh, uh-oh, oh, well, here we are on the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence homepage, and it's got reports, but not the report we're looking for, obviously. Uh-oh, sorry, that page is missing. Well, if you are in Brave, you might get a message like this saying that page is missing. Do you want to check if a saved version is available on the Wayback Machine? Okay, let's check for saved version. And it will go to the Wayback Machine and check to see if there's an archived version. In this case, it's finding one from May 24th, 2015, and it's loading it. And it's a pretty big document, so I have preloaded it for you. Uh, here it is. And yep, here is the Senate torture report, uh, exactly as was linked. This is what they were linking to in that New York article. This is the way it appeared in 2015 when it was still up at the same URL. But these old, you know, these websites and government websites especially like to re-update their entire directory tree every few years just to keep you, uh, keep you guessing and keep links getting broken. So, how? okay, well, anyway, we have it here. So you can actually go ahead and save this. You can download this document, save it. You can print it off. You can keep a uh, hard copy for future reference if you need one, or you can uh, keep it on your, your hard disk at any rate. And uh, I would suggest whenever you come across a piece of information that you think is valuable enough that you do save it directly uh, in uh, to your hard drive or to uh, print out a copy so that you do have one um, in case you do need it for the future. But there are other things that you can do. So as I say, in uh, the Brave browser specifically, it brings up that the page is missing. Do you want to check for a saved version, which is very handy. But if you don't have that, uh, or if you don't know about the Wayback Machine, you can go to archive.org, and in addition to searching the archives of video, books, um, 
TV broadcasts, audio, all sorts of things that are available on archive.org, they have the Wayback Machine where you can enter a URL or keywords to search the Wayback Machine for information, previous iterations of that website. So for example, with this report, uh, if you want to uh, go and copy the link address there that we have, and you can paste that in. Um, Now in this case, uh, because I'm linking to the archive, archive.today version of the New Yorker article because the New Yorker article has the cookies and the uh, pop-ups and what have you, so I was getting around that. But that means that, that that URL is going to be polluted a bit with the archive, archive.is stuff at the beginning. We don't need that, so just get rid of that. Here we have the actual domain. Here's the actual link that was being linked to in that New Yorker article. So then you just paste that in, and you hit enter and you wait and it will search and oh here it is and so there's a lot of different links here from a lot of uh, obviously a lot of these are going to be what we have just seen that sort of it's missing so generally you want to go back as far as you can or it maybe you have a specific date in mind for a specific reason but anyway you go far back in the archives and you can find what it looked like at that time and so that's how you manually go about searching the Wayback Machine. Now as you may or may not know the Wayback Machine has recently decided that they're going to start slip slapping fact checks onto Wayback Machine information because uh, people will take a, a, a new site, for example, will take an article down because dangerous anti-vaxxers or whatever are linking to this article or something along those lines. And so they take it down. So people are going to the Wayback version. So Wayback Machine is now going to slap fact checks on their Wayback posts, supposedly for, you know, false information or whatever. Uh, firstly, I haven't seen that fact check on any Wayback posts yet, um, and I do use the Wayback machine fairly regularly, so I don't know if it's going to be a common feature. And secondly, I don't think they have said, at least yet, that they are going to actively remove um, information. But Wayback Machine, you can request for, for certain things to be removed. I know things have been removed from the Wayback Machine before. And uh, also, I, I believe it's uh, the webmaster can actually make the settings so that it's not even crawled by the Wayback Machine, so you it won't be preserved. Um, so do not rely solely on the Wayback Machine. It's not obviously going to capture everything that's ever been on the internet, but it does have a surprising amount of this kind of information. Um, so that's one way to get this. But Let's see if we can find some other ways to get this. Um, for example, here we have... Uh, I, I was noting at the time, as I was looking at this, and I haven't looked for this yet, so I haven't even seen um, how we can find this, but it is on the Wayback Machine. That's good to know. But surely it's on that Senate website, right? I mean, surely they must have a copy on the actual intelligence.senate.gov. Now, I guess we can start playing the game of trying to go back through previous reports and how far back do we have to go this... Uh, well, there's a 2014, but wait, what year is this this report from? This is from uh, updated, approved December 2012, updated for release April 2014, declassification revisions December 2014. So we're looking for a report from 2014-ish. Uh, that's going to be a lost cause here. And I guess we can use the search bar uh, they have here. We type in torture, what are we going to get? I mean, that's probably not the best um, tactic to use here. Interrogation policy and open hearing, declassified narrative, ensuring... I mean, you're going to get a lot of information, but probably not that specific report. So, oh, what do we do? Well, here's the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. And here, 
Committee's study of the Central Intelligence Agency's detention interrogation program seems to me to be the actual name, if there was such a thing, and the name of this document, which I was wondering about in this New Yorker article when I was reading this. I was thinking, yeah, the Senate Intelligence Committee released its report on torture techniques used by the CIA. Yeah, we all know about the Senate Torture Report, but it's not called the Senate Torture Report. What's the actual name of that document? And I was I was puzzling about that. So, uh, well, here it is. It's actually on the document itself. Committee Study of the Central Intelligence Agency's Detention Interrogation Program. That's a mouthful. So let's take that, and we're going to go to an actual search engine um, in order to find that. So let's go, obviously not Google. Um, DuckDuckGo isn't the best and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it's a search engine. Let's just take that that. That text, we're going to copy it. We're going to paste it into a search engine. Now, obviously, this is coming from a PDF, so the uh, text is going to be a little bit wonky. And we can just correct anything that's a little too wonky. Um, But there you go. That's the title of the document. So we type that in. Well, there we go. Okay, so now... Now we have, though, of course, Wikipedia is going to be first. It's always first, isn't it? And then, oh, well, you can buy it on Amazon. (laughs) Yay. The best of all worlds. There's a congress.gov link to what seems to be, I'm going to assume, this actual report. Apparently it's 113-288. That's good to know. And there you go. Um, mm, Not available in TIFF format. Oh, great. Well, yeah, of course. Okay, you can get the PDF from this link, presumably. So yeah, there it goes, and it starts loading up. Okay, well, there you go. That's that's one way that you can find it. It's also, the document itself is on archive.org, which is particularly handy, and so there you go. Um, Is this the entire report? Yeah, it seems to be the same as that PDF we were looking at. Yeah, it's just the PDF, and it's on archive. So presumably, like a lot of archive things, it's going to be in a number of different formats, EPUB, full text kindle pdf so there you go you can access that um you can access it through this link again it's still loading because it's very slow um so archive.org wins that race um and blah 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 again you can find it in many different ways if you have the actual title just paste the title into a search engine this is not rocket science now sometimes depending on what you are looking at that may not work maybe you can't find that particular title something that i found that's generally pretty useful is just taking a block of text that's fairly unique. This action marked the culmination of a monumental effort is a pretty unique sentence. Copy that and let's put that into the uh, the browser here or into this search engine here. But instead, let's actually use Boolean operators. That's a fancy term for punctuation, essentially, for your search. Um, Put quotation marks around that. And that's going to search that exact string of text in that exact order with whatever exact punctuation that you have in there. It's going to search for exactly that phrase. And anywhere it finds it, it's going to bring it up. So interesting. So now we're looking at Homeland Security Digital Library. And presumably, since this is that exact text that was coming directly from the document, from the forward to this document, presumably we're going to be looking at that. Yeah, okay. So open PDF 63 megabytes. So there it is. Here's the the torture technique. Yeah, exactly. So this is that document once again, this time on the Homeland Security Digital Library. Um, Then you can find different articles that will reference it. Oh, here it is on Scribd. Um, Publicintelligence.net, I know, collects a lot of um, documents that have been memory hold or just collects them in a convenient place. So, uh, uh, 
Senate Select Committee on Intelligence Study of the CIA Detention Interrogation Program. So here it is, and presumably you click on this, and it's going to give us, again, the PDF. All right. So now we have, <clears throat> now we have about 15 different <laughs> ways of finding this and different links from this. And we've seen a couple of important techniques and things that you can do. Um, one is to use the Wayback Machine. If you have the URL that is missing, punch that in the Wayback and see what you can get. And if you have the title of a document, you can just type that in and you'll more likely than not find the document itself. Or if you can find the exact text from a portion of that document, if you have a quote or something, you can use that exact text in quotation marks in your browser and your search um, engine in order to find that versions of that document that have been posted up. Those are just some general techniques. Simple stuff, kind of research 101, but I know that some people kind of, when they see that a document's missing, they just kind of shrug their shoulders and give up. There are things that you can try. There's a lot other th of other things you can do as well, and I will get more and more into research tools and things that you can use to find missing information. But this is, I think, a good start and a way that people can realize, yes, this is not an insurmountable problem. Uh, a document's missing. You can recover it. And as I say, if you find a broken link in the corporate report archives and you can f find a replacement link for that broken link and send it to me, I'm, of course, happy to switch it out and update the, uh, the link. So I do appreciate that kind of help. And I hope more people are going through and just looking at links and trying to find the sources of documents so that not only can you find them and figure out how to find them, but as I say, once you find it, save it. So now you have a copy. And so if and when it does really disappear, maybe not the Senate torture report, but some important document, some important article really does disappear from the internet, you will have a copy in your archives. That is important. We need to start preserving this information. Start by preserving it for yourself, and then you can figure out how to share it with other people. So I hope that this is uh, valuable, and I hope it does help some people with their research. And let's keep going from here. There is a lot more to discover in the wacky and wonderful world of internet research. And I, I plan to help people out with that in the future as well. So let's keep pressing forward. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. Looking forward to talking to you again in the near future. Okay, guys, James here again from 2022. You got all that? Awesome. Well, I'm not just creating this content just for the fun of it. I am creating this in the hopes that it will actually teach you how to do actual things that hopefully will make things easier. And as you know, in this burning library of Alexandria that is the 1984 Orwell memory hole internet uh, of 2022, it is an increasingly vital and basic research skill that you must have to be able to source documents that are going disappearing here and there. So can we actually use the information that I attempted to just teach there, or at least give some tricks and tips. Can we use that in this case? Let's find out. So let's do it live. Here we are at CorbettReport.com slash Federal Reserve. And as you know, it's not only the audio and video of the documentary, it is also the complete hyperlinked transcript. Because as I always say, every single thing that I talk about in sight is linked here. And you can get the actual quote from Thomas Jefferson, etc. Okay, great. So let's re refresh our memory. What was Edita M looking for? Video not available anymore. Source, Occupy Vancouver, answers where... Let's just copy and paste that and find that. Yep, here it is in the transcript. And so you have that part where the interviewer is asking, where does money come from? And people are attempting to answer it. And here's the source, Occupy Vancouver answers, where does money come from? That is a YouTube video. And that YouTube video could be missing for a number of reasons. But we will save that, actually, because I have actually done 
an entire questions for Corbett on how to find deleted videos. So I'll ask you to, to I'll put the link in, uh, in this flashback so that you can go and find this video if you, or if you can't find it yourself on my website and f see if you can apply that to finding that um, lost Occupy Vancouver video. But having said that, that's not what we're doing today. So let's go back and find also uh, the link to the creature from Jekyll Island. So let's take a look at that because yes, obviously I talked to G. Edward Griffin in this documentary, author of the best-selling The Creature from Jekyll Island. And of course, this is a link. And if you look at the uh, URL at the bottom, it is realityzone.com, which I believe was G. Edward Griffin's very old website. Probably doesn't exist anymore or not being updated. I don't know. Let's click and find out what is happening with realityzone.com because that is where this used to be. Now it's a page not found. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I guess the creature from Jekyll Island is gone. There's nothing we can do. Nothing, I tell you. All right. Uh, my first inclination, uh, especially on this site, when I know it, this is G. Edward Griffin's site and it is still up and there is still information here. So presumably... The creature from Jekyll Island is still going to... Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you really literally just had to scroll down the page to find the the links. So the link has changed. And yes, I will go in and change the link in the, uh, in the, the transcript. But that wasn't... That, was, that doesn't seem like that was a, a particularly difficult one to find, was it? Um, well, anyway, there you go. Having said that, Editor M, I'm not trying to dunk on you here, but if you cannot find a, a book based on the title and the author's name, uh, I, I, I really don't know. I don't know what else, what other information that you could possibly need. Now, I'm not saying that it, you were saying this because you couldn't possibly find it. You were just pointing out that the link is broken. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it actually does make me wonder. Please let me know in the comments. Do you think I should bother linking books when you know the title of the book and the author's name? Does, does the link serve a purpose? Because it will go broke. Broke? Go broke. Go. It will break 10 years down the line or whatever, and then someone will leave a comment, that link is broken. Is it worth it? Does anyone get any value when, when you know the title of a book and the author? Does it provide any value whatsoever? Anyway, um, okay, well, those were the two links that were specifically mentioned here. Many of those links are not working anymore, and I'm not going to play the hunt and peck game and try to find, uh, is that Reginald McKenna link not working anymore? Maybe not. But, oh yeah, it's 404. Yay, okay, all right. Yes, this link is not working anymore. So let's let's do the old trick of uh, we will copy the URL and then we will go to uh, the Wayback Machine because, of course, why not? We will go to archive.org and we will find, if we paste that in, I bet you we're going to find a way back, way back copy of that. So let's find out. Did it work? Did it work? The suspense is killing me. I can't go on. Oh no. Oh, there it is. And May 3rd, 2015 was the first save. So let's just go to that one. There you go. There's, oh, look at that. There you go. So there's something. Is that, oh, it really is just a JPEG. Well, anyway, there you go. So, again, some basic tips here, but they really, truly can work. And um, and when you find a broken link, by all means, go through this process. 
find the Wayback link or the alternate link or whatever it is and send that to me. And I'm going to put it on my to-do list. Uh, hold on a second. I'm not scrolling. I'm just scrolling through my to-do list, to-do list, to-do list. Uh, oh, here's the bottom. Add that broken link. Okay. It's number 78,342 on my to-do list. I will get it done. No worries. No worries there. But in the meantime, do not wait for orders from headquarters. You don't need me to, to hand links to you from down on high. There are many, many ways you can find these links. And hopefully, hopefully, this uh, this video will help more people understand, learn this, and hopefully teach this to others because we can also pass this information on to other people who are looking for deleted... That, that link isn't broken, etc. So, Edit M, I hope that helps. And I, as I say, I'll try to update this page a little bit, but I'm not going to spend all my time bro uh, fixing broken links on 10-year-old, 15-year-old videos. I, I literally cannot do that. It would be a full-time job to do that. So, um, I, as always, there are more ways and tri tips and tricks that people can use. If you have your own tip or trick for finding an old broken link document or something along those lines, leave it in the comment section at the only comment section that I look at and the only one that matters at CorbettReport.com. Become a Corbett Report member. Be there or be square. I'm James Corbett at CorbettReport.com. Looking forward to talking to you again in the very near future.